I guess we can probably bring this back to League One. Yeah. Considering that's what we do have a podcast about. <laughs> oh, man. Um, it was a fake out just to bring you all in. We can talk about horror and Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know, man. Show everybody. It's going to be something. Something tomorrow. It's so dumb that they have Greenville and Richmond match kicking off at 6. Yeah. Hailstorm and Red Wolves at 6.30 and Tormenta and Charlotte at 6.30. Like, that's just the worst yeah. lineup ever. Why don't they have somebody start at, like, 4 and then 6 and then 8? Yeah. I would love that. So you see a lot of the MLS fans uh, talking about how they hate the scheduling because all the, the kickoffs are at the same time. Mm-hmm. You're kind of seeing the same thing with League One right now. I mean, these are thorough lined up, so you can't watch multiple at the same. Yes, you can go back into ESPN Plus and watch it, but, you know. I want to do that. I, I can't sit there on the couch and just go from one live stream to the next. Yeah. Just continue one beer onto the next one, onto the next one. <clears throat> Got that right. Oh, I just drank my last cosmic eye uh nice here i gotta pick up some more really have those i still have that uh oh i still have that big bottle i was telling you about Um, oh yeah uh, i didn't i didn't crack that one i'll probably crack that one open on sunday uh when we got people calling in yeah yeah yes sir i don't care if we get low attendance tonight it's good that people are watching we appreciate you guys being there uh Mm -hmm. uh, but i mean i i'd love to do this on a weekly basis i know you know brian if you have you know family stuff you have other commitments feel free go do it i i personally don't mind you know doing this on a weekly basis because you know as the numbers grow as the Mm -hmm. calls come in and all that kind of stuff it'll it'll get a lot better and better i mean it's going to be it's always going to be a little weird the first week or so, but oh yeah, for sure. Well, I can always throw the throw the stream up too on YouTube, and then even walk away if I need to. But yeah, no, if it's late enough, usually I don't have an issue doing that. It's just the kids tonight since we went to dinner so late. And then we went to Tanner's because we were gonna get food, and then like, of course they were slammed because everybody was trying to get a table for the Creighton match and yeah. the game. I guess game. Back in that mode where I'm calling everything match. <laughs> I almost said softball match earlier. It's it'll happen. Yeah. All right. So Tormenta and Charlotte, who you got? Tormenta. Yeah. I'm not high on Charlotte anyway. It's that's true. Yeah, you're not. It's at Tormenta Stadium. Tormenta Stadium either, um, too. So. Um, they're gonna have those uh, that country rock duo. Yeah. When you walk into the stadium and yeah, and then you can take pictures with the the trophy. Hopefully, because uh, I have Sterling will be back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about that. I haven't either. Probably won't until like match day. Yeah. I think uh, 
I think we'll see a lot more action from Charlotte up top. I think they were too focused on defense last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll see a lot more aggressive. Uh, we'll see a lot more of an aggressive approach from them this week. Um, yeah, I think you're so going to have think, to. Yeah, I think I think it'll be a totally different Charlotte team than what we saw last week. Yeah, but Torment is just so good. They are. Yeah. What 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 do we say? They had two shots on or two shots in the game and one of them uh was a shot on goal and it was the only goal of the entire game. Uh-huh. Yeah, but they had those three offsides that yeah. probably could have been turned into goals too. So Yeah. Again, I mean it's like we kind of said already, if you start when you start timing those runs better, like those turn into goals instead of offsides. So Yeah. And Especially so with that back, team. Yeah. I went back and watched it. And Aquilia Kale, if you watched him in the second half, he was doing a lot more straight runs toward the back line. Mm-hmm. And given the fact that he was called offside a few a couple times, I think maybe, yeah, two, three times. Yeah. All you have to do is tell him to angle his run. That's all you have to do. <laughs> And just give him that one extra half second to right. to rush the back line, and he's free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it'll be interesting to watch because I mean, you know, they're gonna kind of round into that same form that they had before. Yeah, like it's impossible for them not to. I'm putting my feet up because <laughs> why not? Yeah, but I mean. They'll, they'll round into form, and then it'll be the same tormented team that we saw last season, minus the back lines and everything like that. But um, I think they'll pretty much do the same thing because that's how they scored a lot last season was just running those deep runs that just caught guys off guard. Yeah. You cannot press high on Tormenta. And if you do, you oh. better have a plan for defense you know, getting back, those guys are going to have to run a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, if if you're going to press high on Tormenta, you better have a game plan to load numbers in that area of the field. You better turn mm-hmm. over the ball, force those turnovers, or get a lot of uh, interceptions, because otherwise Tormenta is going to counterattack, and they're going to hit you hard. Oh, yeah. They do. They have the fast guys that can do it too. Like as soon as Kaziah Sterling comes back, like it's they're a completely different team just because of that dimension that he like brings to them. Yeah. And the back line, even though they lost uh, Jake Dangler, mm-hmm. um, who's the Josh Phelps next yep. to him? Yep. Um, he was still dominating in the air. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what you saw last season on the on the back line. You can't cross into the box on Tormenta because that back line, they're just going to jump up. They're going to take that space. You're not going to be able to get the ball. Yeah, they can play really well on set pieces. Yeah. Or yeah, or uh, crosses into the box. Just they play it so well. They're such a like well disciplined team. Yeah. And even though North Carolina wasn't putting. A whole lot of shots on goal. I think what they had one shot on goal. Pablo Hara was still showing that he had some good reflexes and oh yeah, he could get up and cover the the corners. Well, and he, he won get low. So. Yeah, he won save of the week. 
Yeah. Oh, that was a good save too. Yeah, that's that's definitely a that's there's no issue with that save of the week at all. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, and you I know think what? once people, I can did, probably uh, pull it up too. Of the week? Um, I can look it up right now, and then we can show it too. Just so. Um, bu- 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 in here somewhere. Uh, oh no, I can't bring it over. Not in full screen mode anyway. Okay, just so everybody can kind of see, I'll just put it over my face. Just so everybody can see it. We don't need the sound on, but. Oh, we can always switch it to. Oof. Yeah, that was a good save. Okay, I don't necessarily have to have my face showing all the time. <laughs> okay. Um, and then where is Did Holly the... win goal of the week? Um, yep, he did. Nice. Actually yeah, showing I think that once right people now too. Realize that he was actually onside, they'll they'll see how good that goal is instead Dude, he... of completely discounting it because it was possibly offside. Well, he's completely slotted at home too. Like, yeah. How? What do you? Who else are you gonna? Who else are you gonna give it to? Like, the only other goals that week were two penalties and then one like. Jake Keegan just blasting it. Yeah, off like a dribble out from the keeper, not being able to hold on to it. Yeah. What other uh, matches is it? Red Wolves and Hailstorm. I'm actually super excited to see what Hailstorm and Red Wolves yeah. are going to be like. After listening to um, League, League one, one, yeah, one League Under the Sea oh, yeah, one and their interview uh, with their head coach. Um, Ziggy. Koratowski. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he knows his stuff, man. I didn't. I mean, I figured he probably knew his stuff just from obviously getting a League One job, but like yeah. he really knows his stuff. And it was really cool that they had him stay on while they were like reviewing all the matches and everything too. And then he would chime in with his opinions and stuff on it. Oh, I need to go listen to that. Oh, that it was a really good one, man. If you guys cool. haven't listened to him yet, go ahead and give him a. Give them a follow and a listen because they do some pretty good work. They're new to the league, so they don't know yeah. kind of the history as much of League One or some of the last few seasons, but they're learning. They're, they're getting, getting there. Oh, yeah, for sure. But they were kind of joking. If I remember right, they were kind of joking and talking about how um, when the power rankings first came out, they didn't understand how Union Omaha was first in the power rankings. And then they were kind of talking about it a little bit more, and then they started going over the the talent that Union Omaha brought in, especially at the forward positions. Like, okay, yeah, that, yeah, okay, yeah, maybe I can see why they're number one now. It's like, and they've got Rashid New, the best keeper, one of the best keepers in League One. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, we somehow held on to Rashid New for three seasons. All right, tough question for you. 
Uh, who would you put as your top three keepers in League One? Uh, so I'll even open it to League One all time since 2019. League One all time. Knew who was number one. Yeah. Kira Fitzgerald is probably my number two. Yeah. And then number three. Um shit, what was his name? Uh Dallas J. Ooh, good pick. Yeah. Dallas J for the twenty twenty season for the triumph. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good pick. Cause I was I was thinking uh Carlos Aviles. Ah uh, yeah, that's a good one. Um yeah. Some fuck. Cause Phil Brino that he's yeah. I, I wouldn't put him on that pedestal. I wouldn't put Pablo Hara on that pedestal. If Reiko um, or Rosarina would have stayed for an entire season, I think he would have had a shot at it. Yes. But with him yeah. only getting in for like 12 games last year. Yeah. Like you can't put him on that list. He also let in a lot of goals, but half of those weren't his fault because Madison completely fell apart last season. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And I hope everybody in Madison is enjoying my tweets recently. <laughs> really? You were fully embracing hate Madison week. Dude, have to. It's a rival. <laughs> I can I can respect you, but I gotta like hate on you the week of. Yeah, it's like I still think they're a playoff team. I don't think they're a bad team at all, but I just don't think they're as good as Omaha is gonna be. Yeah. Uh, ooh, we didn't what? even talk about any of the uh, the awards for the end of the season. Should we wait till next week to do that, or you want to do that here now? Uh, I would say wait until next week so that I can actually research a little bit of it and not try to come yeah. up with it off the top of my head. Yeah. Because that's... Names are... I am one of the worst name people in the world. I'm sure people are like already know that from listening to the pod. I will mispronounce and not remember names all the time. But like, yeah. I can see their face when I'm thinking about what their name is. And I'm like, that's who that is. They play for this and then they did this. I don't remember their name. All right, Greenville, Richmond. Ooh. Yeah. Greenville's at home. I still, Yeah, I still think it's Greenville. Yeah. I think Richmond's going to look a lot better. But Yeah. Like, look a lot better than last week, I should say. Not look better than Greenville. But. And I think that's because Greenville likes to sit back, and so Richmond's going to try to take that space. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? You know exactly what's going to happen. Terzaghi's going to sit somewhere around the top of the box and then just let a ball come somewhere near him and fucking score it. That's just all he does. You, you are embracing my entire soapbox. <laughs> I mean, he, that, it's what he does, but he's really fucking good at it. So, like, why not do it? Okay, so let me let me throw this question at you then. If Terzaghi were at any other club in League One, would he be as successful? Yeah. He's just a okay. poacher, man. I mean, that's just all he does. 
it's not necessarily the extra stuff that he does like because i don't think he does a whole lot of the i'm he doesn't drop back in defending quite as often as any other attacker does yeah and he doesn't he's not the one that makes the big runs like a winger would do. He is a like stereotypical stand in the box and score goals striker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, which system do you think he would best fit in? Mm. As far as the teams in league one or just, are you talking like formation wise? Uh, league one. So the the thing I'm trying to get at here is is he a player that you design your entire offensive scheme around, or is he a guy that you you fit into your system and he still performs well? No, I think you have to design your system for him to get the ball in the box. I don't think you can. I don't think he's the type of player that you're going to sit there and draw up plays for him to score. I think he has enough instinct to be able to adapt to some of those things that come in but no i don't think he i don't think he's capable of carrying a team either like i don't know that he's gonna have if he doesn't have somebody feeding him the ball this season i don't think he's gonna be that successful yeah and they lost um bolaños mm-hmm. so yeah and uh oh what's his name He's gone too. Ethan Bryant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I mean, at the same time too, it. I'm trying to think of how I want to word it. Calling him a poacher, I feel like is a little bit too narrow of a view of his game. Because I think he's a really smart player. And he yeah. knows where he needs to be on the field to make an impact, but he doesn't do anything that doesn't pertain to getting shots on goal, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like he's never going to be the guy that is going to give up a shot on goal if there's a better look. Like if he has a guy streaking in from the left side, but he has a shot on the right side, I feel like he's going to take that shot as opposed to try to lay it off for the easy goal. Yeah. I feel like he's a guy that if he's on your team, you pretty much have to play in either a four-two-three-one or a four-three-three, mm-hmm. so that you have more advanced players along the outside feeding him in. Yeah. I don't know that he would be as well suited playing in a four-four-two, mixing in like that nine and ten role up top. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he would fit in well at North Carolina because they play a 4-2-3-1. Carolina doesn't need any more strikers, though. <laughs> That's true. Like, they they need defenders. Like, that, <laughs> yeah. that is what that team needs, dearly. They need some really good defenders. Yeah. And Greenville, there's some concerns about their offense as well. That That's just a John Harks coached Greenville team, though. Like yeah. when ha- when hasn't that been an issue for Greenville? They're gonna keep it a low scoring affair just because of the fact that they're so good on defense, mm-hmm. and they're gonna try to get one or two goals on you just to you know get the lead and have an insurance policy. But mm-hmm. 
they're they're going to be your very stereotypical Greenville team again this yep. season. One goal, park the bus. Yeah, <laughs> and so that that kind of feeds into um, my preseason picks when I had them so low. I that's I'm, fair. I'm, I'm happy for their signings. I think they brought in some good talent. I think they have some some good pieces within their their setup. I don't know if their offensive production is going to be able to keep up with everybody else in the league because there's going to be a lot of offense this season. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, we the whole entire league has brought in a ton of yeah. attacking talent or shifted it around in the case of like Christian Cheney. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. By the way, if we have anybody watching or listening from the uh West Coast, uh, I understand that there's still some pretty tough weather out there. Everybody stay safe. Yeah. Gots to, gots to stay safe. Yeah. I think that was a big, I think that was the reason why they had to postpone that match against uh, North Carolina last night. Um, was that last night if, or was it Wednesday night? Uh, I think it was last night, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong too. I don't know. Just assuming because yeah. league yeah. one Wednesday nights. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. But uh I think uh Fresno is still dealing with some some tough weather right now. They still or getting hit hard. Even the after effects of the tough weather they experienced recently. So so you said you're taking Greenville over Richmond? I'm taking Greenville over Richmond, yeah. And yeah, I didn't think I threw a score out on yeah. the pod, so for Tormenta and Charlotte, I'm going like 2-1 Tormenta. And Greenville and Richmond, I'm going 2-0 Greenville. Oh, okay. But the offense of Richmond is going to look a lot better. I think I'm going to go with both of those scores, but I'm going to flip them. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. You got Charlotte over Tormenta and no. Richmond over Greenville? No, so I'll... I'll take your predictions, but I'll just. Oh, flip the scores. Gotcha. Yeah. I could see that. I don't hate that. And then Red Wolves and Hailstorm. Who knows? Yeah. Who the hell knows? Because. With. Obviously, with Charlotte, you have all or sorry, Chattanooga, not Charlotte. Um, You have all these unknowns. And you have all these guys coming in from Nisa. I don't, I don't watch Nisa, so I don't have an opinion on any of the Nisa guys coming in. I'm assuming they're good enough to play in League One, so I think the gap between Nisa and League One is bigger than the gap between League One and Championship. I was just gonna say the same thing, but yeah. not as big as two to League One. So it's a nice like fill like a three point five. Yeah. You know, like a division three, five or something like that would be like Nisa, I would assume. Um, just based off like the other players that have come into league one and how they've performed because they haven't performed great. They haven't been bad, but they haven't been great either. So, so I, when I was uh, chatting with um, some league two people in the off season, they were even saying themselves that they felt that, the difference between League Two and League One is not that much. Really? Yeah. Hmm. 
And in that moment, I kind of sat there like, man, that's, that's a hell of a take, man. That, it's a take. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talk about hot takes, man. That's a, that's a hot take. I think so. And this was, so you have to understand the people that I was, I was also chatting with. These are people that are involved with clubs that are like the upper tier of league two. Yeah. I was thinking that in my head. Yeah. So if, if you take the, I mean, it's kind of like, if you look at English soccer, you know, uh, the top clubs and championship, you know, they get promoted into premier league and they compete, but Mm -hmm. I mean, most of the time they get relegated again the next season, but still, um, I think the top tier of league two. Yeah. I, I can, I can understand how you would think that they're not far off from league one. Yeah. They might be a mid to upper mid table team. I could see that. I could see. Uh, yeah. There's a few of them for sure. Like we'll see. Well, honestly, we'll kind of see how it goes. We'll see what one Knox does this season. That'll give us more of a barometer. Cause they were one of the top teams last season too, or did they win it last season? They don't remember because I don't watch League Two. Last year was Flint City, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't watch League Two. I thought it was Flint. I don't know, but like you've got obviously Knoxville and then um, like the Des Moines Menace, I'm sure would be another mid mid-table League One team. But, I mean, they also only play, like, what, two months out of the whole year? Yeah, pretty much. So stupid. Give them a full year. I mean, I know they probably don't have the money to do that, but... I don't know. Oh, the champions last season in League Two was Ventura County Fusion. Where are they from? Uh, Ventura oh, I County. Know, I was just doing research on them. The Ventura, um, California? Yes. Nailed it. Sounds like it. Shit. I gotta stop playing with the plug on my chair here where my screws go. <clears throat> I have to, like, fidget. And if anybody, like doesn't watch the live stream of the podcast i fidget all the time when i'm like when we're doing the podcast i have to be doing something like when i'm talking it helps me think i'm the same way but i have uh restless feet oh i've been doing that too i'm surprised like my camera isn't shaking from my feet jumping around like if i'm actually like not trying to control it it does pretty bad but I got to do this, but that's why I'm an electrician. Cause like when I come up with a lot of my arguments for, for the podcast, I'm like at work listening to different podcasts, but I'm doing something at the same time. So maybe a little ADD, maybe a little something. I don't know. But, um, speaking of NOCO, and getting back Ooh, to yeah. this game, like yeah. the problem with NoCo is you just don't know what NoCo team's gonna show up every week. Mm-hmm. Like <clears throat> one week they look like world beaters, and the next week they look like if promotion relegation was a thing, they'd be like 
League Seven. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, stamp their ticket now. Yeah. It's um, just, I don't get them. I just don't get it. They have the pieces they, there to be a really good team. Amon Zayed had a very interesting offseason with his recruiting and the signings that he made. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing that interests me in this one because we don't know about the, the players that he signed. Mm-hmm. They, they aren't ones mm-hmm. that we're familiar with. He brought in some international players. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's going to be interesting to see how he's able to mold them to the League One style. Yep. It will be. I don't know. And I mean, he hasn't been... He hasn't been out of the league that long, like playing either, has he? It's only no. been a few years, right? His last, I think his last season. Was it 20? It was either 19 or 20. Yeah, so yeah. he hasn't even been, he hasn't even been out of the league that long and hasn't been a coach that long. And didn't he finish at Indy 11? Is that where he finished? I know that he did play for one of the league one. Um, he, yeah, he played in league one. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Gotta think of how to spell his name. I'm just gonna go the easy route here. E A M O N Z A Y E D. Yeah, you nailed it. Let's see, where did he? Sure, big enough to play. It was like Charlotte or North Carolina, wasn't it? Uh, nineteen. He played in Charlotte in two thousand eighteen. Uh, he was with Indian eleven from sixteen to seventeen, and then he played nineteen to twenty at Chattanooga. Oh, okay, man. So Dude, we he... saw him play. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. that's He's crazy. A... He was a good player too, man. At Indy 11, he had 59 appearances and 26 goals. Holy crap. Uh, Charlotte. Every other match. Yeah, Charlotte Independence, 25 matches, 8 goals. Chattanooga, 19 appearances, 6 goals. Overall, wow. in his career, he had 441 appearances and 226 goals. And isn't he the... the um... Oh... I was doing some research and I read about a, a player who had this huge monumental goal over in the Middle East, I think. Was that him? He played over in the Middle East? He did, yeah. And he um, had like a last-second game winner? Or he scored like two goals in like five minutes to end the match and they ended up winning or something like that? Uh, let's see. So he's played in played in Ireland. He's played his yeah his first in two thousand. He started playing in oh in uh he played youth the youth academy in two thousand to two thousand two for Leicestershire City. Okay. Um, and then he went to Bray Wanderers in the first league of uh or the Jesus the Irish. Irish first division. That was his first year. Um, 105 appearances and 54 goals his first season. Man. 
his first whatever four seasons. Uh, then he went on loan to Crew Alexandria Football Club in Cheshire, England. That's a League Two squad. Then he played in Norway on loan. And then he ended up to another Irish first division team. Okay, and then he went... No, that's still... Then he dropped down to League Two in Ireland. Jesus. He'd stayed in Ireland forever. Then in Ireland again in 2011. And then after 2011 to 2013, he went to uh, the Persian Gulf Pro League. There we go. Okay. He only played 15 matches in for this team. I can't even pronounce it, so I'm not even going to try. Um, 15 appearances and 12 goals. Oh, man. Two years. That's crazy. You can score. Holy shit. Yeah. <clears throat> Try to remember some of that when they play Northern Colorado so I can heckle him a little bit because he actually loves it when we heckle. Yeah. Yeah, he takes it in stride. He does. So does his assistant coach that gets all the yellow cards. <laughs> At the... Uh... The new stadium for Union Omaha. I hope they have the the coaches, or even um, both benches, closer to the the fans, so you can hear them mm -hmm. uh, chatting away on the sideline. That would be so much fun to to listen to. Yes, and put a microphone right there. Yeah, right yeah. by it. Do it, ESPN Plus. Don't be cowards. That uh, story that Peter Marlette told on Tuesday night was really funny about the microphones. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, you can't have mics anywhere close to the coaches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why is this? This is so weird. My, like, YouTube studio thing keeps dropping me back to, like, two minutes in the podcast and, like, playing it from there it's weird oh yeah that's weird so instead of talking about the coach i guess um i don't know red wolves and hailstorm let's see I'm trying to think back in my head here where did i have hailstorm no i had them right next to each other because i did the same thing on the podcast on wednesday yeah, I think I did too. <clears throat> I think I had them um, separated by two spots, actually, but still relatively close. Yeah. I don't know. Noco, 1 0. Ooh. I like it. Going for the upset. Noco, 1 0. Well, I mean, would it be an upset? I don't know. Whatever. Go um, go not it, road victory. Actually, you know what? We can look at what were the power rankings. Oh, that's true, yeah. Now i got to fucking find it, and these guys have been sharing everything. Come on, League One. When I watch your power rankings, they're not here. There it is. Oh, you got it? Okay. I was just going to pull it up, too. All right, so League One's power rankings. They have NoCo at 6. 6. And Chattanooga at ninth. Wow. 
that's a big one, man. Yeah. The top four, I completely agree with. Omaha, Tormenta, Greenville, Richmond. Okay. I think those are like, those are all fine. North Carolina at five. You could probably talk me into that. NoCo at six is kind of a big surprise. I think I had them eighth, seventh or eighth. You are going to be so... You're going to dig your heels in. You're going to die on that hill about your feelings toward North Carolina this season. I can see it coming right now. Yeah, I just don't think they're going to be that good. I don't think... I don't think all you can do is just get striker after striker after striker and then, well, we're going to win by scoring 15 goals. I don't think anybody in this league is going to score 15 goals ever. Or if you do, you're going to let in 18. So, like, cool, you scored 15. You let them score 18. What do you want? Like, you lost the game. Who cares? Who cares how many goals you score? They're going to make the playoffs, and you're like, oh, what a fucking joke. No, if they make it and they deserve it, I, I'll freely admit that I was wrong. I'll even go back to the first episode, edit myself saying that, and then come back and say, yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> Little tidbits you can get if you listen to the live show. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's somebody's going to listen back after the fact to be like, no, I was there, I listened, I heard it, so I got to hold you to it. They're going to have the, the Mandela effect at the end of the season. Nope, I know that's true. I know it's true. I watched it live. Nope, I'm going to start deleting videos when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when I uh, release the the podcast recording for tomorrow, tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. um, I have to to edit it down from like two hours down to hour and a half, hour and 15. So I got to clip out plenty of Did we go you know, two hours there. Yeah, it was two hours. Fuck, I thought we were going pretty quick. Yeah. I suppose anything is quick after a three and a half hour one, though. That's true. <laughs> like yeah. Towards the end of that, I was feeling it just a little bit. I was too. It's like, um, we still have a ton to get through. Yeah. I think when we got to Union Omaha at that point, even I was like, Oh man, been talking forever. This is starting to drag on. I feel like a little bit. Is it, or is it? If you look at the timestamps, they get shorter and shorter (laughs) as we go. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) I feel bad because there are clubs that we probably could have spent more time on, but at the same time, man, at the time that we were discussing them, we were just trying to get through it. Yeah. Well, I think, too, like the teams that were the shortest that I remember was like Union Omaha, but yeah, we talk enough about Union Omaha, I feel like, that, and everybody knows that we're fans of them anyway, so, um, I don't know. I'm and then wearing the hat and you're wearing the, the hoodie. I, yeah, I wear the hoodie all the time. I actually went out today in uh, just the men's national team um, jersey to go to Tanner's. I walked in, it was like 58 degrees. And then I walked out and it was like 41 degrees. I was fucking freezing. Yeah. It sucked ass. 
Oh boy, Connor coming in says, Ooh. "Howdy guys, predictions for Sunday." Rich, I'll let you give yours first if you'd like. Uh, okay, so let me pull up the League One schedule again. Sunday is the only one that. Yeah, Sunday is the only one that we haven't discussed yet. Yeah, I think we were kind of waiting a little bit, burying the lead. Yeah. We were waiting for Connor to join. Yeah, Connor, we were waiting for you. <laughs> so on Saturday, I have Greenville over Richmond, uh, two to one. Uh, Chattanooga and Noco. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a draw. I'm gonna go one one on that one. It's a good and one. And Tormenta and Charlotte. I'm gonna go Tormenta two zero. And on Sunday, God, that's going to be such a fucking tough one, man. No, it's not. It's not tough at all. You're full of it. It's not tough. This isn't this isn't the the actual podcast. You can go homery right now if you want to. I'm going to go two one Omaha. Madison has a tough defense this season, though. Yeah, they're gonna be good. Yeah, I'll still, I'll still say it. It's Madison Hate Week, but I'll still say that they're good. Like, I don't have any problem admitting that. But I'm still going, sticking with my guns that I said on uh on the pod on Wednesday, three nothing Omaha. That's right, you did say three nothing. That was the only one I was giving a uh, a score on, or I wanted to give a score on that I felt confident. I think I probably changed it since Wednesday. I don't remember if I changed the other ones or not, but. That one I'm super confident in. I'm going into it. I'm not nervous right now, and I don't think I will be until Sunday at like noon. Oh man, yeah, that's that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I'm looking forward to that one like crazy. Like I'll admit, I think Omaha. I think I might oversell Omaha a little bit in the beginning, like scoring, like scoring prowess. Like it might not be three, but I. I'm fairly confident Omaha will be able to get it done because Omaha's defense is just... I mean, we saw what they did to Christian Chaney last season. It wasn't Chaney that beat Omaha like on that last week. Yeah. Like yeah, It, it, was, uh, it wasn't Atlanta. him. Uh, who was it? I'm, I'm going to look it up just so I got the right info. I thought it was Galendris. Wow. I got it. While he's doing that, Connor, who you got? Yeah, we want to know who you've got now, too. Yeah. Shout. Let's see. Omaha. Okay, so Cheney scored in the 90 plus 10. So did he really score? No, not really. Wait. And Sharif Dyer scored in the 61st minute for Fuego. Oh, you're talking against Central Valley last season. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the playoff game against Chattanooga. That's why I said Galindo. No, 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 no. Um, the and no, that was uh, that was Mensingen anyway. Was it really? Uh huh. Yeah, he oh, came God. on as that super sub, and then he went the week after that in Richmond, and he came on as the super sub again and scored and beat Richmond too. My memory's already failing me. That's why I'm so high on that dude this season. But yeah, Central Valley, they. Like Cheney wasn't the dude that beat us. It was uh Sharif Dyer. Yeah. Yeah, Sharif Dyer, yeah. 
Where's the... Fuck, man, we completely dominated them in that game, too. Looking at the stats from that match, they had a lot of shots. They had 12. We had 14. They did have more on target at 5-3, to three, but we held possession, which obviously, I mean, we all know Omaha last season was not a possession team, Yeah, which is going to be really weird to see this season that he wants us to be, Dom wants us to be a possession-based team. Yeah. But we killed him in passes, 424 to 351. Our accuracy was better. They had 27 fouls to our 15. Six yellow cards. How the fuck do you get six yellow cards as a team and not get one red? Yeah. Well, That's shit. like basketball where you're telling one teammate to take one for the team instead of someone else fouling out. Tell you. Speaking of which, Creighton just won. 8675. <laughs> well, have fun, Chip. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Connor. Oh, man. That sucks. Connor, I know you've been a Princeton fan forever, so that's just, it's really got to suck to yeah. have your team lose to a, a team like Creighton. Yeah. Couldn't be my team, Nebraska, you know. Nebraska didn't lose to Creighton. But. Oh, oh! I might actually, you know what? I might have Connor confused with a different Connor. I think I know two different Connors. One's a Nebraska basketball fan. The other one's a Princeton basketball fan. Must be it. But I don't know, man. Anyway, it's... I don't think I think Madison's going to be good, but I think Omaha's defense is just going to be status quo for Omaha. And now they have that attacking prowess with all the guys that they brought in. I think the difference maker is going to be Omaha's midfield. I feel like both defensive units are going to have solid matches. And I think Omaha's Midfield is going to be able to contain Madison's attacks while at the same time providing quality enough feeds into the box for Meza and Dos Santos to, to finish mm -hmm. it off. I like that. I can get behind that. Still nothing from Connor. I might have to get his prediction on Sunday find out but yeah. it should be good there's all the all the matches this week are going to be good i think so yeah i think as soon as i get back from the softball game tomorrow it's going to be perfect timing to just sit down and take in so softball game is at one tomorrow. I should be back by four at the latest. Get something to eat for dinner. Settle into mm -hmm. the couch just in time for Greenville and Richmond to kick off. Nice. That'll be a good one. I might try to have a couple of them. I wonder if you know, some TVs and I think ESPN Plus now because it's Disney. I think they do the picture in picture now. So I might be able to get all of them in. All of them going at the same time. That's a good point. I could try to do that too. 
If not, then I'll have one on my phone, one on my laptop, and one on the TV. Yeah, if I'm doing two, I'm doing Greenville and Richmond and then Tormenta and Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. Although I am super interested to see what Chattanooga looks like. Yes. As So I'm equally excited to see how Chattanooga is as well as Northern Colorado because mm-hmm. there's just so many questions around both of those clubs um, that to finally see them take the field, see their, their strengths, see their weaknesses. That'll be, that'll be interesting. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. So. And I think after this weekend, the only club that will not have played yet is Central Valley. Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Um, um, but then they'll play on the first. So that's next Saturday? Yeah, and they'll be at Chattanooga for that match. Huh. Omaha's schedule is just ridiculous. Zach, Connor doesn't smell. Why would you say that? At least I don't think he does. I could be wrong. Depends on which Connor we're talking about. Yeah. Could be the Princeton one. That might be the case. Is Zach watching? Zach? Zach did just say something. He said that that Connor smells. Oh man. I don't know. Yeah. Zach says, hey buddy. How many uh flares and smoke bombs do you bring, man? Yeah, that's the real question we all want to know. Allegedly bringing. Allegedly. Allegedly. Zach said, long night, looking forward to re-listen. <laughs> and then he said, allegedly a handful. <laughs> Not me, but a guy I know might yeah. have a handful of flares and or smokes. So, Zach, if you're going back to check out the entire stream of this one, you're going to hear some talk about Star Wars. You're going to hear some started it off we got like raided by a bunch of like randoms that wanted to talk star wars after they heard us talk about it for yeah. a couple minutes so yeah you'll hear some other stuff we kind of we bounced around yeah. a little bit but yeah. we're gonna keep doing this um eventually yeah. people are gonna be jumping in and contributing questions and all that kind of stuff so the more participation we get the better um I'll be dropping the episode of the pod tomorrow morning. So that'll be fresh in your podcast app. And then Sunday we'll do the, another call in for people to, to talk about their clubs, performances and all that kind of stuff. So that'll be fun. 
Zach wanted to let us know that he loves it and we're putting in some amazing content. Awesome. Well, appreciate that, Zach. That. Yeah. We try. We try. We also have Allison in the chat saying, I'm guessing the Creighton game may have had people's attention tonight. Yeah. Un- understandably oh. so. I mean, it's it's a big deal, especially yeah. for especially for a school whose entire life revolves around two sports. Yeah. Um, Zach is also saying, I wonder how that will affect the attendance now that Creighton's going to be in Elite Eight on Sunday. Oh, shit. I don't know. I haven't... The the thing with the attendance ones, I hate when it's away from order because I can't go into the... uh, Just go into the app and count seats. Like, I have... uh, the list of how many seats are in each section saved on my phone. So I can just count how many are still available and get a rough estimate of at least the seat backs of how many people will be there. And we know roughly how many people um, sit on the berm every match. So so I know last year in our group conversations between Rich, me and Chip, it was, I would uh, give updates like three times a week. So I would just be bored yeah, over lunch really and counting them up. Too. But when it's at a general admission seating like it is at Caniglia, I have no idea how many. And the contact that I did talk to about attendance numbers is no longer with the club, so I, have, I don't have that inside information anymore. Ooh, I have a couple guesses on that, but I, I don't want to throw it over the stream. Yeah, no. You can text me about it later if you want. Yeah. Oh, I also got to send you some info that uh, somebody else sent me. Um, I just looked up the Sunday schedule for... Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And it just says TBD, so we don't even know what time those basketball games are going to tip off. No. So. But you know what would be really awesome for it if we had a stadium downtown. Then people could either come to the match from the bars downtown or go from the match to the bars downtown. That yeah. would be really cool. Yeah. But yeah, no. Oh, I uh, uh, heard back from work today. Can't make Knoxville. Uh, no Knoxville trip. No Knoxville. Damn. Pretty bummed about that one. Yeah, that would have been a good one to go to. I got to be at work uh, at five the next morning, so. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd have that... to leave. Man, I would not only would I have to leave right after final whistle, I would have to drive straight through the night, and even then, I probably wouldn't get back on time. Right. Are you planning on driving to Georgia or are you going to fly out there? Fly. Yeah. I was trying to do the math in my head when I was looking at like flights, but um, after we found out what airport to go to, like flights, round trip flights there, like 280 bucks. That's it? Yeah. Round trip? 
Yeah. Neither. Granted, I think you have to rent a car if you go from Savannah to uh, Statesboro. How long of a drive is it from Statesboro to? I don't know. I can tell you right Savannah. now. I just looked up uh, the distance from Omaha to Knoxville, and it's twelve and a half hours. So yeah, I would not get back to work on time. Uh, it's only fifty-four miles, so it's fifty-eight minutes from Savannah to Statesboro. Huh. Okay. Then. Oh, I can look it up because I use a V. I actually buy tickets, so they oh, don't that's smart. see that I've done it before. Yeah. Uh... It's not. Who's your uh, VPN? Um. Is it uh, Onion or whatever they call it? Or is it uh, Norton? No, I go through... Um... Uh... Don't remember. Let's see. Two points in here. Ugh. I swear I hate when you have points over and over. Just say the fifth to the eighth. Okay. So, I mean, it sucks because the flights are all like at stupid times, but. want to leave at 1.30 in the morning and get there at 10.35 at night. <laughs> it's $217, but... Um, Is that a Saturday? Uh, no, uh, we're going... Me and Taylor are planning on leaving on, like, Thursday, I think. Oh, nice. And coming back on Sunday. But... So, yeah, it's like... 339 <laughs> for like a decent flight. Yeah. And that's like you leave at six, you leave at seven in the morning and get there by 330 in the afternoon. So I think for me, I mean, it, it sounds crazy that I'm actually considering this, but um, if I get into the program in the fall, mm -hmm. that's a Monday through Friday program. I'm not going to be able to ask off you know, for any of that stuff. Right. Um, so I would have to leave Saturday morning or, you know, Friday, super late at night. Um, and then head out there. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be a super short weekend there, but let's see. Oh boy. Let's see. I don't understand what the one is that. Oh, so that's just their... That's just their slogan, isn't it? 
Yeah, it, they have like want to get away, want to get away plus anytime in business select. So like it, the want to get away, I guess, is just their cheapest flight that doesn't have all like the super stuff. Yeah. But if you leave on the 7th, there's a flight that leaves at 5.45 a.m. and gets there at 11.30 a.m. for 211. And that's round trip or just one way? That's just one way. And that's on Still Southwest too. That's not. So I mean, I'm sure there's other. You want to leave Sunday. About three hundred and forty bucks. But that's because it's Sunday. Everybody flies on Sundays. Yeah, that's still uh, way less than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, like four hundred bucks. Before, when I was oh, at... that was for two passengers too. So. Cut that in half. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, like three hundred bucks round trip. It's not bad. Yeah. I wonder if that's if you buy it this early too, though. I know yeah. as soon as you get closer to it, it's going to be more expensive. Yeah, and I think the cheapest day to buy airline tickets is Tuesday, like on Tuesdays. I think that's oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't know. I just want. I just have to wait until my uh, um, vacation and holiday pay comes in. I get it paid out twice a year. Yeah. So as soon as that comes in, it's like a four to five thousand dollar check, which is nice. But yeah, that's nice. It would be nice to have it like the week that I had COVID and I didn't get paid for that week. That would have been super sweet to have, but. too lazy to go in and get a bank account through the through the electrical union it's like if you get it through their credit union you can take it out whatever you want because they just put it into that bank account oh okay it's too lazy oh, to do it looks like uh, San Diego State and Creighton is Sunday at one twenty in the afternoon central time of course it is so Zach I have a feeling uh, well ooh yeah, that's yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to keep an eye on all that stuff. Yeah, for sure. And then Allison also said in the chat too when we were talking about the flights and airlines, she said it's all garbage now, and the day you buy doesn't necessarily matter as much as it did. Oh, okay. If anyone would know, she would know. <laughs> that's I was thinking in my head. Traveled. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. Somebody just got that... back from Florida. Yeah, I love Florida, dude. Love it. Miami, I Orlando. There, I was there in uh, 2020 uh, during like the Super Bowl time frame. So it was just before everything started closing down, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and uh, that was a fun trip. Yeah. First time I'd been to Florida, I mean, not counting drum corps since like 2002. Went down there for drum corps too? Oh my gosh, yeah. For So drum corps, uh, we traveled the entire nation. Nice. Um, in 2005, we did a West Coast tour. So um, we were up in Washington. We went all the way down through California. We went 
down through the Southwest across Texas, hit a ton of different places in the Midwest, went straight up the East coast and finished the season in uh, Boston. Oh man. That sounds like life. that year was at uh, Gillette stadium. So oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. My very last drum corps performance was uh, uh, in Madison, Wisconsin. It was at University of Wisconsin. Ooh. Yeah, it was at uh, it was at that stadium. Yep. So, yeah, I do have some sentimental value, um, you know, in Madison. I don't fuck them. <laughs> Respectfully, yeah. of course. I. So I don't I don't root for for Badger athletics at all. Um but uh yeah that was that was a good night. All right, should we just wrap this up? <laughs> yeah. I think Unless I think we have can questions wrap before we get out of here. Yeah, let's give uh let's give them a couple minutes to see if anybody's still in the live chat if they want to throw a question out. Cool. Allison also just said uh Jacksonville. Jacksonville, yep. It's been where she was at Jacksonville. So yeah, we'll give you guys a couple minutes if anybody's in the live chat that wants to uh, ask a question or anything like that. Pretty open book. This one, this one was a. Uh, we got off topic very early, and then came back on topic, and then came back off topic. A little more free flowing than the than the podcast where we try to keep it as on topic as possible. I think when people initially start playing this one, after we, you know, finish this one, they're going to see us like messing around with our phone and our iPads and all that kind of stuff, like trying to get the finishing touches on setting this up and think, mm -hmm. like, what the hell are they doing? What the hell is this? They don't see the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. They don't say that me and you are like, or they don't see that me and you are in a, inside the stream um whatever it's called the stream yard for like half an hour before we actually start the show so we just have so much stuff to get put on before the podcast goes and then i have to have like 37 tabs open every time we do the show too i remember yeah. the stuff that i'm talking about or doing attendance that's which i, I try to that's why I try to word vomit everything into the Google Doc so I don't have to have all those tabs open. Yeah. Well, my problem is, like, I'll try to write all my stuff inside the Google Doc and then, like, I'll think of stuff as we're doing it or, like, yeah. right before the show starts. Just. Oh, yeah. Those those minutes before we start recording, I'm panicking because I'm, as I'm sitting on the couch, like going over the Google Doc, I'm thinking, oh, we should talk about this. And I'll like throw that in there. <laughs> right. Last minute research things. Oh, yeah. It's always a panic. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say now, say something else, but I'd need to stop having stuff on my desk because right now I'm playing with a wine opener. Okay. I'll put it down. I think we're okay. Do you stream any of your gaming? I did every once in a while, but yeah. don't really do it too much anymore. A, I don't have a whole lot of time to do it anymore. And then B, yeah. um, usually when I'm playing, I'm like focusing so I don't talk, which was my biggest 
this thing. And I can't play drunk anymore, which makes me talk. So, like, if I played drunk all the time, it would just be horrible. I would be drinking. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, I had two two beers when I had dinner. And the second one, I, like, ordered. He came by and asked if I wanted another one. And it was super busy, but he brought it shortly after. I think it was like four or five minutes later. And then the kids had just started to get kind of antsy. So I had to down that second one in like two minutes. And it just, I try not to drink too much when we're like not in season, just because give my liver a break. And uh, I was feeling it. I was uh, feeling pretty good when we left Tanner's. Yeah. Is Tanner's where we went for your birthday party? Uh-uh. No, that was um, that was Site One Brewing. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I remember that. Tanner's is over on um. Let's say they moved. They used to be right by my house, but they moved to like 180th and Center. Excuse me, Center Street. Okay. It's been. I don't. I don't think I've ever been there. Would you say it was it was called again? Tanner's. Yeah, I I don't think I've ever been there before. Just a stereotypical sports bar, pretty much. Cool. Nice. Um, a buddy of mine and I are gonna go check out the uh, the new bar in Gretna. Uh, the one that has the all the oh, it's in like a warehouse and it has the the four garage doors that can open. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and it has all the TVs and everything. It just opened up recently. It's a heavy brewing or something like that. I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think that's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. Um, pretty cool. Buddy of mine and I are going to go check that out here pretty soon. So nice. um, when we go, I'll, uh, I'll send an invite your way. So yeah, cool. Um, you can join us. And if anybody watching or listening wants to join, you are invited. Right. Well, I don't think we have any more questions. Cool. Chat or anything like that. So come back Sunday so we can have our hot takes. Yeah. Genuine reactions. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, we can do some more trash talking then. We didn't really and... do any trash talking tonight. Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> I did quite a bit, but. Yeah. You're a little too measured for the trash talking. We'll uh, we'll ramp it up on Sunday. Oh yeah, I have a feeling I'm either going to be happy and talking shit or mad and talking shit. <laughs> Although it could be a draw, and then in which case I'll probably still be upset. Yeah. Oh, I'd I'd be upset. Heck yeah. All, All right, right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we're going to keep doing this. Uh, so, I mean, the first you know few weeks are always going to be a little hit and miss. But um, as we keep going, we're going to have you know more participation, more call-ins, more questions, more discussions. So uh, this is going to become a regular event uh, with the show, um, the Fridays and the Sundays. Uh, it may not always be the both of us, but one of us will be here to to sort of moderate everything but yeah we're gonna we're gonna 
keep reaching out to all of you to make sure that you feel included, that your voice is being heard, uh, both literally and figuratively. And uh, yeah, we want this show to be all about you guys. So you guys take the helm and and let's have some fun together. <clears throat> yeah. Yep, exactly what Rich said. All right. Enjoy the rest of your Friday night. We will see you again Sunday night and Sunday afternoon for some of you. Yeah. See you guys later.